Welcome, everybody, to the Coaches in the Mouth pod. This is Coach Jeff Williams here, along with Coach Brent Cook in the mouth. Brent Bender, what a show we have for you today. We're going to talk about the Razorbacks. We're going to start a little SEC play, recap a little BYU, get into some high school football, and uh, getting into uh, bringing in our Triple Crown guy later on, also with our picks. Well, let's let's reflect back, gentlemen. Uh, you know, it was a beautiful night in Fayetteville Saturday night before we – Kicked off, got off to a great start, uh, didn't end the way we wanted to. Uh, Got to give BYU a lot of credit. They came in and made the plays. We, we jumped out on them, you know, real quick, and then 17 unanswered points in the yeah. second half. I mean, took us a lot of good things away from but then also there's some things, obviously, things we've discussed earlier we, we got to get fixed, and we got LSU coming right down the pipe. Bray, what was your, your thoughts on last, last Saturday? Well, you know, you, you got to clean up the, the penalties. Um, you, you can't beat anybody if you're going to, if you can't beat yourself. And, and, and that's the biggest problem that I saw was uh, we didn't play a clean game. It uh, sounded like we, sh- we, we showed up, got a good start, and got a little overconfident, maybe a little, a little sloppy uh, there with some of, some of our flags. Well, and, and I'll get with you, Mouth, here in just a second, is, you know, you pick up the paper, you look at the stat chart after the game, and, and you know, there's – all the yards that we rushed for, rushed more, rushed more than they did, threw for more than they did. But you, you think you nailed it. The two things you circle bigger, the penalties and the turnovers, uh, were were a big factor. Mouth, what was your take? Who my my take was? I don't know. It was I was I was frustrated as a as a fan. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was very frustrated. Um, I thought that uh, oh, let's get right down to it I thought our tackles had a hard hard night blocking that blocking the edge and uh, that just seemed to exacerbate itself throughout the game especially at the end when we get the when we get dry when we got the drive at the end and we get a hold in we get but the bottom line is you're not going to win when you have 14 penalties and four were declined, so really you had eighteen penalties in the game. Mm. You're not you're not going to win. You're not going to beat anybody with eighteen penalties. Well, and and I think you you nailed that. I mean, you didn't you even brought the ones that were declined and in big situations, and those penalties came came about. Which you know you got to get those things cleaned up. Obviously, if you're going to beat uh, you know an LSU football team this week, you're going to have to get those things cleaned up. Uh, looks like, uh, you know, don't know about Rocket. That, you know, I think he went through practice, no contact yesterday, and uh, we're playing the fight song. Or how yes, we are. That? There we go. Rolling for there we go, ready to roll. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Bray, you've been there uh, where, you know, not necessarily as an upset loss or, you, you know, you, you lose in a, in a fashion where you think you should have won, and now you're going on the road to LSU. As a player, not as a coach, what will be your mindset going? You know, going into this week. Well, the biggest thing you have to remember is, you know, as frustrating it is as it is for us fans, you know, we aren't nearly uh, as invested as those guys uh, who are on the field, and 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 it's easy to tweet and, and yell and scream and, and do all the things that we do, but um, those guys live it every day, and it's, it's it's tough for them to come in there, and, and they know what happened. They they understand that that, that we hit a speed bump. And so for them, it's gonna oh, it's gotta be it's it's overcoming um, 
the mental thing is as much as anything. And, 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 you know, when you got fans tweeting and screaming at them, that doesn't help. Uh, so, so for us, you know, we gotta, we gotta get rid of that. Uh, you gotta ignore the, all the noise, uh, and, and focus back in on our fundamentals and go down to Baton Rouge and, and understand the rivalry that is uh, the battle for the boot. Well, and you know, it's a trophy game and that's a big deal. I mean, I, I you know, talking to you guys with that, you know, coach drink, which on from Missouri earlier yep. talking about, you know, that, that tr- trophy. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big game. Mouth, you've been down to LSU. They're not real friendly down there a lot of times. And, uh, looks like we've got a late game. What's your, you've been down there. You've been in that atmosphere. Talk to us. What are you looking for to the Hogs this week against LSU? Um, I'm just going to tell you right now, I would, I would not be surprised if the Hogs go and win that game straight up. <coughs> this, uh, so far, this SEC season has been topsy-turvy. I don't think there's one dominant team in the SEC right now. Um, I agree. I, that, and that's the other part is, and you just nailed it. You know, losing to BYU, I mean, let's just let's be realistic here. Anybody was going to vote that Arkansas was going to win the national championship this, this year. I, I wasn't voting that. So everything's intact, and it's kind of like I told a, a coach that's in the SEC when we were talking back and forth about the SEC is – Man, if you just keep winning, at the end of the year, you're, you're, you're going to be where you need to be because this thing, I just don't think, you know, the quarterback play, you know, as far as elite quarterbacks aren't in this conference this year. And it's up and down. I mean, you're looking at South Carolina, about goes to Georgia. You got, you know, Missouri's hanging on and winning late against Kansas State, which is a big win for yeah. them. Arkansas back for Big YU. So I'm with you on that. Uh, the thing, I, the thing I also see is, uh, it's okay. We lost one. We should have won. So in this in this four game stretch, we got coming up to get to get the ship righted and head in the right direction. We got to we got to win one of these four games that we weren't supposed to win, you know. And then we're then we got then we got then we're back on the even plane and we're feeling good about ourselves. The big thing we got to do. The big thing we got to do uh, Saturday night uh, is realize we're not we're not blocking Carl Perkins. We're not blocking Mer- Marlon Perkins of Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. We're gonna have our hands full with numbers with Harold Perkins. Okay, that's a bona fide man, eight nineteen years old that dominated. That the game at Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium last year. Let's get realistic. He won the game for LSU last year, and well, it was a one man game. It was a one man gang out there, and if we can if we can neutralize him, I mean, he's gonna make his plays. But if we pick our spots and catch him in the right situations, and catch them in the right situations. We're gonna have a chance to win that game in the in the end. Well, uh, we they, can't turn the keys for us. Keep the penalties to a minimum. We can't have ten. We can't have ten penalties, and we can't have turnovers. And we need to try to stay ahead of the sticks as best we can. Saturday night. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Third and long is a bad situation, especially in, in Baton Rouge yeah, tonight. I mean, yeah. how, how tough is that, Bray? I mean, oh, it's it, going to be intense. Yeah, uh, it's one of those places that uh, you know you, you can't think uh, when it gets it gets really intense. So, 
So it's going to be everything we, we have to, to focus in and play clean and not hurt ourselves because it really hurt. I mean, it hurts you at home, but it really hurts you when you're in Baton Rouge. Does your concentration level go up a little bit more? No, knowing that what you're going into a face, you're going to have to, you know, communicate non-verbally and, and do a mm-hmm. great job of communication certain ways. Mm-hmm. Does your concentration level go up play by play? It has to. It absolutely has to, especially with guys um, maybe who aren't as experienced. Uh, you know, that's when this kind of can be an issue, can be a factor. So, um, you know, you really got to focus in this week on on cleaning it up, but also preparing for the crowd noise. You know, we, we talked to Mitch and, and Marcus talking about, you know, they'll be in the indoor all week, I'm sure, with uh, with crowd noise and music pumping as loud as possible just to get that feel. But there's nothing that really compares to, to being down there at 7 p.m. In, in Baton Rouge. I, um, may I ask you a question, Coach Bray? Yes, sir. Um, I want to know, you were, you played tackle and you you played against, in your time, some of the some of the best in the country. You played against yeah. your eras, Harold Perkins, mm-hmm. correct? Sir. Um, what in the what in the world goes through your mind when you're when you're lined up out there against mm-hmm. him, and you're waiting for the snap of the? I mean, well, what what is go, what's going through your mind? And because you're you've got so much to think about, you're thinking, I got to stay on sides, right? Mm-hmm. First off, no false starts. I gotta be off at the snap of the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, typically when you're when you're lined up against somebody who stands out uh, like that, uh, you've got a game plan. Hopefully, uh, somebody to help you. So, uh, the first thing you you do in all those things that you got to do, you know, ID and defense and safeties, and of course snap count and all that good stuff. Uh, but you're also kind of looking behind you, looking to your side. Hey, is that tight end motioning in where he's supposed to be here to help me on this protection? Is he gonna chip him? Um, uh, but yeah, no, you're, you're looking for some little bit of help. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I doubt there's anybody, there's probably nobody in the country that could handle Harold Perkins one-on-one. Yeah, no, I don't know. Probably, I don't probably, know. Probably right. And, I mean, it's few and far between. Yeah, well, you, you also got to think, when I was playing, I was practicing against Trey Flowers every day. Oh, so, oh so yeah. So some of those Saturdays were a day off. <laughs> that That's true. You were you were against Trey Flowers yeah. and uh, Dietrich, Dietrich Wise. Dietrich yeah. Wise. Yeah. They're still uh, – they're both they're both still up. getting it done for the. I believe Trey Flowers is back with the Patriots, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah he's, he was. King of butt. <laughs> well, that makes a lot of sense. Well, let's turn gears here. Let's go into high school. What a week last week! A lot of teams were off, uh, but we we had a little conference play in six A. You know, Benton uh, Catholic went over to Benton. Benton squeaks out with a win. Uh, a lot of points scored there. Probably the the big news was. Uh, Hot Springs, which we're going to bring Daryl Burnett on here in a few minutes. Uh, big win over Little Rock Southwest. They had a big matchup this week for Parkview. We'll bring that up. Also is, uh, uh, you know, Cersei's had a big win. We're going to bring Zach Clark on a little bit. Brent, what was your take? You had a lot of teams off. What was your take in to this past week in high school? Um, it was a, it was a really, really exciting week. There was a, there was a limited schedule. But the, but the games that were played were really good games. Uh, Catholic and Benton was a was a fabulous fabulous game, forty nine forty two, I believe some some score like that. But it was a it was a good week of high school football. So far, the three first three weeks of the season have been outstanding. Have been outstanding. Well, they they have been, and uh, we've got uh, you know Parkview keeps rolling along. They dominated North Little Rock. Well, let's get right to it. Let's go ahead and bring on the head Trojan, our BSN uh, guest of the week, Daryl Burnett. <laughs> 
not saying a lot, just handling business. Talk to me about your team <laughs> here and uh and you know, last week's game. Man, it was big. Uh, you know, Little Rock Southwest have done a a good job of just changing their program within a year, you know. Uh a lot of people say they got transfers all over that came in, but you know, like the coach said, you know, those kids used to go to those schools and they just finally trusted the coaching and came back. So and you can see that on the field. They look like a self-made program. They got size, speed. Uh, you know, our biggest thing was we faced some adversity. Uh, you know, we was picked to lose, you know. So I, I'm, I'm one of them coaches, and I ain't going to lie to you. I, I, I listen. I hear some things. So you get a little <laughs> motivated. Uh, so I, I was upset about that. I, I'm not going to lie. I was upset about us you know, picking us to lose that one. Uh, so, you know, our kids came out to the second half, man, and uh, came and ball. You know, and the thing they – Thing we did, we never wavered. You know, a couple of years ago, we would have lost that game. We probably lost about three touchdowns because we would have got down on ourselves. Uh, we'd have lost our mojo. We wouldn't have believed. Uh, our kids' sideline energy was good. They was great. And when we recovered a fumble, uh, I told one of the guys on the sideline, I just noticed how the energy on their sideline changed, man. And I knew it. I knew we was going to win. We just had to do the little things to, to get us over that hump. And it was a uh, it was a long game. We we got into halftime at nine ten. You know, two hours and ten minutes for a half. That, that's either a long half or a lot of flags was thrown in there. Yeah. And it was a lot of flags being thrown. <laughs> well, I know you don't you don't like them long games as a former defensive coach. I know that for a fact. Well, let's All get right. in. Let's get into this week's game. And man, your conference. You're you're sitting. You know, we've had Lakeside on. We've talked about Fairview, obviously Parkview. You know, Magno, you know, you know, the, I mean, it's unbelievable your league. You're you're rolling in. You got part you gotta gotta go to War Memorial Stadium, which is always a lot of fun, a lot of times for your kids to get to play in that uh yes, short stadium. But you're going against the number one team in the state and, and you know, they they played some tough games, you know, played Harbor early on. They played, you know, obviously beat Bryant and then, you know, had a good game against North Little Rock last week. The very talented team, obviously. Y'all got a good team. You played them well last year. I caught the back end of that last year. Y'all played them extremely well. It's on Thursday night, a short week. What's your thoughts? What's your your team's mindset? Man, well, your mindset got to be expect to win. You know, that's our motto. Uh, and you, you know it, Coach, man. You you can't have any insecurities or any doubts going against a team like that. You know, they're going to smell it. They're going to live it. They're going to eat it up. Uh, and that's the kids and the coaches. So you got to attack it with some confidence. Uh, then you got to know what's coming. You know, you got to trust your teammates. But there's no line. It's, 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 you know, they are who they are, you know. But you look at Bolden and I always, I always say Bolden and Coach James, man, I don't know. They they just got a recipe. You know, they always got animals, dude. You know, <laughs> they strong. They always fast, you know, protein. And their nutrients always on point. And then they play with some nastiness and some chip to them and – you know, they beat us last year, but they're going to come into this game also knowing that we had a chance. And, you know, if you got a good team, you want to say, well, I want to cure that doubt. And our whole thing is when you get that opportunity like we got last year, you got to take advantage of it. Uh, so we're going to have to match their physicality. They are who they are, you know, and they're confident in what they're doing. They're they, they, they going to test your manhood. That's what I told our kids and our coaches, you know, this this ain't no X and O. This old, this old, old 1980s ball coming right at you. Who tough? Yeah. Who's physical, who's strong, who's going to tap out quick, you know. And we got some athletes, and hopefully we can throw it around to them. You know, we've been without our big-time receiver, you know, our big 6'5 receiver. And uh, 
Actually, we'll know tomorrow whether we get him back. So if we get him back, that'll be big time. So for us to be 3-0 without him, and he one of the best players in the state, uh, just shows a testament to our coaches, man, and our kids. But we're going into that game with confidence, man. You got to. And you got to play hard. You got to play hard, man. You can't give them to make them work for it, man. Well, and, and and you're going to do that. You know, and the thing about it, there's not much wiggle room in your conference. I mean, just to get in the playoffs. Yeah. The, I was looking at it this weekend. There's going to be probably two good football teams, you know, sitting at home in, in, in November, and you don't know what weeks and what's going to happen. And in those part, it's all about matchups. Well, well Darrell, we appreciate you. You always do a great job. Hey, good luck to you. Uh, we'll have you on later on down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you all. Well, let's get into it uh, about this week's game. We're going to bring this this guy on. Let's talk about the Cersei Lions. Jumped out, uh, you know, beating Batesville, went on the road and played Sheridan. Uh, knocked out a, a, a very competitive Sylvan Hills team. They are actually going to War Memorial Stadium Friday night and playing Little Rock Catholic. Uh, what's your take a little bit on this game? We'll do our picks here in a minute. But before we bring on Coach Clark, what's your take? It's gonna be it's gonna be another great six uh, A Central matchup. Um, Central uh, Catholic does what they do, and Coach Clark at the Cersei Zach does what he does. There's gonna be a lot of points scored both ways. Well, let's go ahead and bring him on the headline himself, Coach Zach Clark. Coach, hey, welcome to the show. Hey, another big victory last week. Against Sylvan Hills, talk to us about your team. You're sitting at three and zero, Batesville, then went to Sheridan. You're already, I mean, you're going in this week. Three games already in the conference. Talk to us a little about your progression of your team. We talked to you earlier this year. Talk to me where you're at right now. Then we'll get into Catholic. Well, we played, uh, you know, we played really, really well, especially on defense. Uh, you know, we we came out and, and got three turns. Turnovers in the first half. Uh, that was probably our most complete game as far as special teams. Um, like I said, I mean that that Friday night was. Uh, it was nice to see our defense uh, really play uh, what I think is to their capability. And um, so you know, I, I think going forward, um, you know, we ought to be pretty confident on that side of the ball. Um, offense wasn't a whole lot of opportunities. Um, and they, you know, they did some things that, that we kind of struggled with, but, you know, we were able to settle in uh, in the second quarter and, and really have a fun night. Well, and, and you did. You played pretty well. Your quarterback, uh, you know, he's already been our BSN uh, uh, player of the week this this year, and, and running backs had a phenomenal year. That's why I keep going. You're coming in this week, and, you know, I think this is a big game. Uh, and what's – John Madden says they're all big. Tell me one one that's not big. And but you you're gonna have to go to to Catholic and go to War Memorial Stadium. They're coming off loss with Benton. Um kind of banged up a little bit here or there, but uh you've coached you've been there before and understand how hard it is to win in War Memorial Stadium against Little Rock Catholic. Coach Fogelman does a great job. They're coming in after playing Benton. What's your team's mindset? You know, you got to go in there and, and understand where you're at and, and take care of business. They've got some outstanding receivers also. Talk to me a little bit about Catholic and what y'all need to do to win. Well, I think, you know, first of all, it you know, it is a big game, but, you know, hats off to the kids. I told them, I mean, as, you know, playing in, in – when you play in big games, uh, especially early in the season, 
that uh, that means you're doing something right. And and we put ourselves in a in a position to where, uh, you know, this is a big game. And uh, and anyway, so I hope we're relaxed and enjoy it and and, and you know, have have prepared well this week. Uh, Catholic's going to be, you know, by far and away our, our toughest test so far. Uh, they have, I think they've got four receivers that as a, as a whole are the best in the state. I haven't seen four receivers that can, you know, that can go like that. Uh, the, uh, and the, and the quarterback's really, really good. He's a really good player. He really throws the ball. He can pull it down and run when he needs to. They've got a big offensive line. Um, and then their, you know, their running back is uh, is really good. He lit us up last year. Uh, you know, he's a kick returner. Um, offensively, they return almost everybody. I mean, they may have replaced a guy or two on the offensive line and the quarterback. Uh, but that quarterback's really good. He, he certainly didn't play like this is only his, his third game. You know, he's only started three games. Uh, so offensively, they are, you know, they're they're really good. They're as as good of an offense as, as I think we're going to see. Uh, and that game with Benton, it was a great high school football game. Could have gone either way. Uh, you know, they were on the road. Benton kind of kind of leaned on them a little bit in the end. But uh, but it was, you know, it was a fun game to fun game to watch. I'm sure it was a fun game to be a part of. Uh, you know, and then defensively, they do – they're as crazy defensively as, as anybody I've faced. And, um, you know, until they've got – hard-nosed, smart heads that just – they seem like they, they kind of fit it themselves in the box that, that you know, it seems like you got to – when you think you have a light box, there's more guys showing up and, you know, same thing in coverage. I mean, it, it looks like when they start start rolling, uh, you know, it looks like they're playing with 13, 14 guys out there. It always has, and, and they do a good job of disguising things and, you know, really trying to confuse your offensive line and bringing guys and, and it's funny you say that. You think you got a light box and it's really heavy. And yeah, you know, but you know you got an opportunity to make some big plays also. But they they you know they gave us some points last week. But they've got a good football team. But you know this game you got to feel good about your team right now going into it three and zero. And you know your your conference is obviously is a lot better this year. We talked about it during preseason. But hey, good luck to you. Appreciate you having you on, man. And. Uh, uh, Keep up the good work. We'll have you on again later on during the year. All right. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. See you, Zach. Well, Coach Clark, it's he, well, they're going to have a tough one on the road against Little Rock Catholic. That's going to be really tough. Well, let's get into our picks this week. Uh, let's start. Let's go down to South Arkansas. This is a big 4A matchup. Nashville at Arkadelphia. Nashville's uh, – been on the road, beat Charleston. Arkadelphia's had a tough schedule. Who you got in this one, Brent? I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Nashville Scrappers. Going with the Nashville Scrappers. I'm gonna go with the Nashville Scrappers, and so is Grandma Nah. All right. Before we get into this pick, we got our main man here. Before we're getting on all this, uh, which I think is a big matchup, and we're, we're gonna get some insight here. <laughs> we got the P Ridge Blackhawks at at Prairie Grove. Bray, let's get into let's get into about your team a little bit. Y'all started off three and zero, beating Gravit, Gentry, and Huntsville. Uh, got the week off, gone mm-hmm. to the baseball field a little bit yep. the last two weeks. Practice on the grass. Got to go to Prairie Grove. Huge playoff implications in this game. 
talk to us a little bit about your team. We talked a little bit about them last week mm-hmm. and talk about this matchup. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a big game for us. Um, Prairie Grove's obviously, you know, very, very talented and, and, and good at what they do. Uh, Coach Absher does a, does a great job down there, and they're consistent. Um, and every year, you know, they're, they're a very physical football team. So um, we're excited to go to their place. And, yeah, you mentioned we were on the baseball field, so you will feel that, that grass uh, just so that it's not the first time for us being on there when we, when we go down there on Friday. But, um, yeah, our team is playing – they're playing hard right now. Um, the bye week was big for us uh, to go back and clean some things up. You know, we talked about – uh, the penalties and and going to a place like Prairie Grove can have those penalties. You know, you got to play clean and especially you know there's some rain in the forecast. Supposed yep. to rain all week, yep. uh, potentially on Friday, and it's going to be a grass field. So, um, is that going to be a factor? You know, we're preparing for that. But uh, our guys have played played very hard. Uh, you know, Gavin Dixon, uh, our quarterback, a three year starter. Um, he he's uh, has over 770 total yards right now. A um, couple of receivers and uh, Braden Wright. Uh, he's, he's doing a great job for us. He's a junior um, returning starter. Who's going to? He's our leading receiver right now. Um, I think actually maybe the third in the in the five A right now. Um, Seth Foster, our running back, um, he is rushed for. Hold on, let me see. I've got him at 476 yards on here. Uh, he rushed for um, a 120 week one, uh, week two 190. And then week three at uh, 136. So, so he's doing a great job on the ground. And of course, our linemen are doing are doing a heck of a job up front for him. And I believe Aaron Burris, uh, a corner for us, is leading the state in interceptions. So, wow! So with four interceptions over over three weeks. So well, it's ought to be a big game. You got to get ready for that wing team, Coach Hampshire. Yeah. They're always tough over there, but big playoff implications. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we hate to do this to you, Bray. We're gonna yeah, pick I'm on gonna the front. You're gonna mm-hmm. leave the room now, mm-hmm. okay? All right, Mouth, who do you have? You've got P. Ridge at Prairie Grove. I'm going with the Soaring Blackhawks of P. Ridge. Coach Williams is going to go with them. Grandma Nah is going against the grain. Can't oh, no. believe this. Again, oh, no. going to take Prairie Grove. I'm going to talk to her about this. She's still behind, though. All right, going to stay in the South Arkansas. I think this is an interesting matchup. we got Magnolia at Texarkana. Uh, Magnolia has just been running up and down the field, killed win last week. Uh, Texarkana, Coach Outlaws re- trying to get that program back to where, it's, where it used to be, and, and there's been a lot of good things to say about their team. Who do you got, Magnolia, at Texarkana? Whew. That's t- this is a tough one. This is a good game right here. I'm going to uh, go Texarkana. Going the mouth is going with Texarkana. So is Grandma not. Coach Williams is going to stay with Magnolia. I think triple option is a little tough for him. Man, this team we keep having up every week. Whitehall at Little Rock Mills. Who you got? Huh? You gotta you gotta believe in the Whitehall Bulldogs. That's all I can tell you. They're playing. They're a team on a mission this year. I'm going to go with Mills. Mills been impressive. I've been to Rivercrest and won big. Uh, they've got a lot of people got them ranked number two. I'm going to go with Mills. And this one, Grandma Nah is going to go with Whitehall. All right, Russellville at Mountain Home, a 6A West matchup. This is big playoff implications too. I'm going. I'm going with. I'm going with Russellville. Going with Russellville. Mouse going with Russellville. I'm gonna stay on the Mountain Home bandwagon here for the next week. Grandma Nah is going with Mountain Home. Central Arkansas. This is a big key rival, big matchup. Pulaski Academy at Little Rock Christian. Hmm. 
I'm going to go Pulaski Academy. Well, and they, they've kind of dominated. I wouldn't say dom. They've won the, most of these games here in the past, last few uh, couple of years. But uh, PA's had some injuries. I'm going to go Little Rock Christian. Grandma and is going with Little Rock Christian on this one. Just talked about this game. Just had Coach Zach Clark on. Uh, the Cersei Lions at Little Rock Catholic. Uh, Coach Fogelman trying to bounce back off a win for, against Benton. Uh, Coach Clark's trying to stay undefeated. What do you think here? Two two really well coached football teams. Uh, golly, this is a t- this is a tough one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against the grain here. I'm gonna go with I will go with uh, the Cersei Lions. Going with the old new line offense. Coach Williams is gonna stay with Catholic. Grandma Na is going with the new line offense and Cersei. All right, last Friday, this is the last Friday games, and we're going to get into our two Thursday games. This is a huge, this might be for a home playoff scenario, even though it's this early in the season. Rodgers at Fort Smith Southside. Oh, this is a, this is a, this is going to be a great game. The mouth will be, well, the mouth will be in the, the mouth will be in the house at, 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 Jim Rowland Stadium. Uh, I uh, I am going. I can't go against the. I can't go against the Fighting Damerons of Southside. Going with Southside. I'm going to go yes. with Southside. Grandma Nah is going to go with Rogers. Should be a great game. I, I'm. Well, a lot of great matchups in that one. All right, our first Thursday game: Camden Fairview at Lakeside. This conference is just loaded. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, go ahead. Oh, you got Fairview, you got Nick Vaughn's kind of uh, rolling down there. Lakeside, uh, another was, good, another good guy, another good game. Yeah, uh, coach, I believe you hit the nail on the head. There's going, there's going to be some good teams sitting out, sitting out that playoffs. I can tell you. Uh, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Fairview. I'm gonna go with Lakeside, and Grandma Nas going with Fairview. All right, we just had Coach Burnett on. Hot Springs against number one Little Rock Parkview. Oh, God. my my heart's uh, torn on this. I mean, Hot Springs. I'm glad they're doing so well right now. It's that was my dad's first coaching job under the legendary Bobby Hannon. He coached with another legend, Joe Reese, and I think they won thirty game. I think they won twenty twenty eight games in three years. Lost one and tied one, and one. Two state championships and tied for another. So, at, this is a sneaky good get, but I I think uh, Parkview's just too loaded for them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. They're just too much. Grandma Nas going with Parkview, and uh, I'm gonna go with Parkview. Well, let's get ready here now. Let's go ahead and bring him on. Uh, let's talk about our, our picks for this this past weekend and the. NFL and college, which could bring on right now, Mr. Our BSN guest, Mr. Triple Crowned. You absolutely killed Sunday. I mean, you didn't, you did not miss a game at all. Uh, Saturday, a little different story, but college football right now, it's uh, you just got to be lucky. But yeah, NFL, you rolled, man. Let's let's recap a little bit from last week, and then let's get into this week's picks. Uh, okay, sounds good. So. Uh, yeah, right. Saturday, college weekend. You know, one time I looked down 
I think this is how the date went. I looked down and it's like the top four teams were all struggling, right? Like Georgia was behind at half and then Michigan was up like 13 to six for the majority of the game. And then uh, Texas, you know, not with when we hit, right? I knew Wyoming was going to play them tough and it was 10 10 at the end of the third quarter. And they ended up pulling it out like we thought, but we covered there on the points. Uh, we got like 36 something point, 36 and a half. And that line actually grew. Um, and then number four, um, camera number four was, but they didn't do very well either. Um, it was Tennessee, right? I mean, yeah, so exactly. My other pick that was literally, I don't even think they showed up in the first half. They couldn't stop them. I mean, there was, uh-huh. they ran all, uh, ETN, uh, little brother, um, he went crazy. So, um, yeah, so we went two and two on Saturday, uh, missed the Tennessee game, missed the Bama game, and the Bama game, I honestly think that Saban was just trying to figure out if he had another quarterback. Yeah. I think he could have put um, Milrow in there at any uh, any given time, and they could have won by three touchdowns or more, But he, and he knew that. But I think he knows that he's not the long-term quarterback, and I think he was trying Buckner and uh, – and the other guy, Simpson, and they just weren't very good. <laughs> and, and Buckner, he he was nervous. I've never seen a quarterback come in and be that nervous. Like, he was throwing it at their feet, you know, short-arming things. And so I was just like, oh, goodness gracious. And so he didn't last long. So um, I'm sure we'll have uh, the running quarterback back in this week. And then Washington, Washington's the real Dang, deal. They are for real. They're a real deal. So I think Washington. I mean, they got a they got a gauntlet they got to run through over there with um, Oregon and USC. But those are going to be some really good matchups coming in. They they literally had they were up thirty five nothing to Michigan State at the half, and they had a touchdown called back. It literally could have been forty two nothing at half. We had the forty eight over, and it ended up hitting forty eight. I was just like, they just quit playing. To be honest, um, so. Glad to get Saturday behind us because I think that was a really pretty messed up day. I mean, I don't even want to talk about the hog situation. Um, y'all, y'all talked about that plenty this yeah, week. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so um, NFL, we rolled the NFL, and we start with the Bills and the uh, Raiders at the Bills. Bills were on a rebound game, losing the Jets. They won by twenty-eight. Uh, we were just taking money line on all these, right? Uh, so that one was an easy cover. But I'm going to tell you why you do money line, and I'm going to explain it here. Um, and then we went to uh, Jets at Cowboys. Jets at Cowboys. Cowboys won 30 to 10. They covered no problem. 49ers at Rams. Rams are a better football team. They they beat me two weeks ago with Seahawks. And 49ers, um, what was weird is they were up by 10, right, yep. with like five, 10 seconds left. And – the Rams have the ball down by 10. And instead of trying to score a touchdown, they can't win, right? They kick a field goal to cover the spread, right? And so it's like one of these situations, like they know the spread, they know what's going on. And so they, they essentially cover the spread. And so you would have lost if you would have taken the, uh, the Niners minus the points. And so that's why we do the money line. In addition, um, the, the next one, the Dolphins beat the Pats. That was a pretty crazy game there at the end with the lateral to the lineman, and they made the first down, and then they, they called it back. You know, that game, I think, if the Dolphins would have let the Pats score there at the end, the Dolphins were owning the game. If the Dolphins would have let the Pats score, I wouldn't have doubt 
that Belichick would went for two because he was not controlling that game. His, his control of that game was let, let them get inside the tw- to the 20, and I think they said this on TV, and then we'll start playing defense because <laughs> right? they can control the speed, right, at that point. And um, it worked pretty good. I mean, he kind of kept them, kept Tyreek Hill in check and kept Waddle on just a couple bubble screens and stuff like that, and he got a little bit loose. And then the last game last night was Saints at Panthers, and I was like – I mean, I'm kind of confident about the Saints. I was in Survivor League, and Saints was my pick this week. And um, But they just couldn't finish drives, man. They're getting down there, field goal, field goal. I'm like, come on. The defense was giving them every opportunity in the world to try to, try to win that game. So – uh, but yeah, it was a good week. So we hit uh, all five of our NFL games, uh, four to one odds. Um, you know, can't beat that. Um, it sure is fun to watch when you do that, right? Well, there is, and you there's a lot of big games, especially college football this week. And and you know, you've talked about that you don't have to always play the marquee game. <laughs> no, I'm really interested to see what you got going this week. <laughs> Okay, so you're right. You don't always have to play the marquee game because there are a bunch, right? You got Ohio State. At Notre Dame, you have um, Florida State, Clemson early in the day. Um, there's Ole Miss and Alabama. You have uh, Iowa, Penn State. I picked a couple of these, um, but um, but yeah, you don't always have to play the marquee game. Um, but with that, so I picked four games on on college on Saturday, and the four games that I, that I picked was, um, and I'm moving lines. It's the only way I'm going to do these. I'm going to move the lines, and I'm going to get you to a three-to-one on a four-game parlay. Um, and so with that, I've got Ohio State at, at Notre Dame. And I think Notre Dame's pretty good. I bet Ohio State early in the year, and I wasn't impressed. They kind of looked out of sync. But it's at Notre Dame. Um, I know Ohio State rebounded, played well last week. Notre Dame's getting three. I'm going to shove it to seven and a half. You can shove it for very little money. Yeah, it goes seven, seven and a half. You're giving a little bit, but I think getting out of that touchdown, I think it could be a low-scoring game. I think Notre Dame's defense is better than people give them credit for. Um, and then, and if you look at Notre Dame's schedule, my goodness, I was looking impressed to that. That is ridiculous. Like if they can, <laughs> I mean, if they can go unscathed, it's going to be incredible. But they've got a test this week, and they've got USC, they've got Clemson, they've got Ohio State. Louisville's good this year. And so and so on. Um, so Notre Dame plus seven and a half. And then I'm going to take um, you got Texas at Baylor. Baylor's not good, right? No, and so I think Texas kind of kicked it in. They realized in the fourth quarter against Wyoming what to do. And I think Texas is due for a, a little bit of a rebound game because, to be honest, they get, Wyoming shut them down and played with them for three quarters. The line's fourteen and a half, and I'm going to buy it down to six and a half because you can. And instead of taking money line, buy it down six and a half. They're going to win by touchdown. Um, I, I feel confident with that. Uh, the next game I have is um, Cal at Washington. There and again, I think Washington's on a high right now. I just looked at the stat. Their quarterback has thrown it 100 and I think 15 times in three games, and he's already got like 1,400 yards past. The receivers are unbelievable. Receivers are unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you if it, if you hadn't watched them play, yeah, it, and that you know you get you see them together in Oregon and you know Colorado's kind of put pick there. I mean it, it's uh, that's a very interesting league, even though it's going away. But it's Oregon State also. I mean it's it, it's really good league. You'll see some of those guys playing on Sunday too, on and out of a lot of those teams. And so 
I got Cal at Washington. The line's 21, minus 21. I'm going to buy it down to minus 13 and a half. Um, you're able to do that. Um, and then the last one is Iowa. They're number 24 at Penn State. I think Penn State's seven. They might be four now. But um, they're in the top ten. And Penn State, you've been, you look at what they've been doing. They've been romping people pretty good. And um, I'm going to take Penn State at home. The line's minus 14. I'm going to drop it to minus seven. So just to recap, Notre Dame plus seven and a half. Texas minus six and a half. Um, Washington minus 13 and a half. And then Penn State minus seven. Wow. And so those four games will get you three to one on the back. So you bet. Bet 100, you bet you win 400, you bet 10, you win 40, right? And then you go to the NFL, right? Uh, NFL, I was looking at the NFL, and it's a pretty I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a list of games. This is like one of the easiest schedules I've yeah. looked at, right? I'm looking through here and it's like there's a winner, there's a winner, there's a winner. And my my theory with NFL right now, and until I I mean essentially in the NFL right now, I'm nine of ten on two weekends, right? And I'm going to keep continuously play in the money line, and I'm going to stack them to win because it comes down to a possession almost in every game. And if you try to play it, you're going to lose um, right now. Um, so I'm going to play all these money line. I'll tell you the, the lines, but I'm going to play on money line. And majority of these, what I was looking at, a lot of them are the home teams. Um, so starting with this, I'm going to name eight games. I'm going to name eight games because I'm going to play eight games, and I'm also going to play a bunch of four-game parlays. So I suggest you take the four games you want to watch and go figure out what you want. These eight games will play um, a little over six to one, like seven to one odds. Mm -hmm. So you can pick any four, really, and you can get your back down to your three to one odds, you know, your two to three to one odds and and go from there. But uh, it's really hard to see any of these teams lose. Maybe there's one in here that I'll tell you that I'm a little less confidence on. So the first one this Thursday night, Giants at 49ers. Um, and 49ers are looking good. Giants lost Saquon Barkley, who's their workhorse. And Giants, they looked terrible the first six quarters of the year. You know, they finally put it together, but they were playing the Arizona Cardinals, probably the worst team in football. And um, so I'm going to take 49ers. The line's minus 10. That's probably a game you could play straight up, but if you did, I'd buy it down to a touchdown. But I'm in this parlay, you're gonna play money line. Um, the ne the next game I've got is the uh, Broncos at the Dolphins, and the line's minus six and a half. I'm gonna take the Dolphins on money line. I just think that they're on a high at the moment. They're playing really good too. Is playing good. Um, the next game is the Colts at the Ravens. The line's minus eight. Uh, I will take the Ravens all day at that. Colts lost. Um, uh, their quarterback left the other day. Who knows how healthy he really is, Anthony Richardson. And so um, Ravens, I don't think, have really settled in on the offense yet that the, that they've instilled there. And so I think that they've only got it uh, up to go uh, upside. Next game, I got Panthers at Seahawks. It's hard for me to bet on the Seahawks. Yeah, but they, oh man, they killed me the other night. But it's hard for me to bet on. But I think that they're going to be okay. I think that their three pieces are coming together. They're starting to scrap together a line again, right? They lost their two tackles two weeks ago. Um, so, and after watching the Panthers and what the Saints did to them, I mean, they couldn't hardly move the ball. Um, Bears at the Chiefs, Chiefs uh, money line. Uh, that line's minus 12 and a half. I wouldn't touch the, the line because Chiefs have 
essentially one receiver, and it's if he's a tight end, right? Um, well, the Bears have been awful. I mean, Bears have been the Bears, awful. I mean, awful. He'll probably score right. 40 this week, but they, they, <laughs> yeah. they got some bad problems. I thought they'd be better, too. They're awful offensively, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I, thought, I thought Fields would be better. Yeah, and then, um, it's early. You know, it's early. It is. Uh, the next one I got Cowboys at the Cardinals. The the line's minus twelve. I'll take the Cowboys all day long on the money line. I mean, because you're like you stack three or four of these, you get your money back, right? I mean, you do really well. And then um, Texans at the Jags. Jaguars gonna play better. Yeah. I don't know. If Jack did. I don't know if Jaguars scored a touchdown against Chiefs this week, but they struggled. And that game was I thought it was gonna be a little bit higher scoring, but that game was a very low scoring game. Um, you know, last year the Texans beat the Jaguars, but Jaguars are a lot better. Uh, Calvin Ridley, I think, is one of the best receivers in football. They just got to get him the ball. He caught multiple touchdowns this week, and he was like toe was on the line. He one time he ran into the goalpost. I mean, so uh, and then the one that I'm kind of hesitant on, and it's kind of dependent upon an in- injury, is the Falcons at the Lions. I like the Lions. Um, but they got St. Brown, so it depends if St. Brown how healthy their their right. receiver is. He's he's like part of that team that keeps that offense moving down the field. He's their big catch guy. I mean, he's he's their receiver. He's kind of like Julian Edelman for Tom Brady back in the day. He kept the offense running. That line's minus three and a half. So take them. You take you can pick any of those, and you can probably get three to four to one on if you take four games of those. I'm taking all eight. I'm just telling you, and you get six to one odds. Wow. And um. And to be honest, if you look at the other games, they're kind of easy to pick too. It's one of these weekends where it's like you got all these games at home. I don't see the Cardinals. I mean, beating the Cowboys. I mean, I don't. That ain't going to happen. Oh, it does. Don't say that. I mean, that, that, that that's that's, that's, a, that's a kiss of death right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen it happen. <laughs> all right. Well, they should. No. Yeah, they should. They, they, they should. Should. in the Cardinals probably last week against the Giants, but you know they. Everybody knows what they're doing. They're tanking. They're, I mean, they're they want the number one overall pick. There's no doubt, and hopefully they'll keep yeah. it after this week. But that's the thing. I was looking. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Y'all look. Go look at the games. They just look kind of. Yeah. There's going to be one. Like this. There'll be one of those. You got to figure out which one it is that will probably bust this right. And um, and but after after looking at it, I'm going to keep riding the the money line until. Because if you played the points, you would lose every time right now, right? Yeah. Because you can't, you can't. Nobody would have picked that the uh, that the the uh, Cardinals and Giants would have been that close, probably. No, it came down to a field goal. So I think that's it this week. Uh, I think we're doing pretty good. You know, um, we've hit two weekends in a row. So the weekend before this, we hit a college parlay, uh, and then last weekend or this weekend, we hit the uh, NFL parlay. And so now it's time to bring it all together and we'll hit both. Hit them both. Right? That's exactly right. Well, man, <laughs> appreciate you having me on. Hey, what a lot of great information there. If you want action, it's there. You started your TikTok, yep. I noticed this week, to, to tell everybody where they can find you. Yep. So if you go to – it's easiest to just go to TikTok, TikTok and look up Triple Crown. And when you type in Triple Crown, it, it'll, it'll pop up. Uh, literally, I'm just trying to get followers and getting people to – to share it and like it, and then especially if you bet with me, do that because it just it gets it, it grows the uh, the the page right. And um, 
right now I still don't have the link for the for the website. So essentially everything I'm putting out here to you guys, I'm also giving there and it's free. I'm tagging, I'm tagging you guys here, um, coaches in the mouth. I'm tagging Oakland and I'm tagging um, you know, a few other people that 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 I that I work and play with and stuff like that. But eventually I will start dropping it all the way back to just a pick a day, right? Like on certain days. And then if people start to and of course, besides for you guys, I will start keeping a couple of the larger bets and then I'll start playing uh I'll start laying out a lot of people have talked about units and how you play units and I can start to explain that more. And I will more on TikTok. I'll explain like betting strategies and how you. A lot of people think a unit. Well, I can afford to gamble a hundred bucks. That's not what a unit is. I'll explain to you what a unit is, and I'll explain to you how you do it, and you don't go crazy, you know, broke, and you know, you put money in a bank account and then you lose it, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, there's a theory behind this, and so I can I can help uh, teach that, and especially as we roll into horses. Uh, I'll be talking a lot more on the TikTok channel about why you do this, why you do that. And so, yeah, I thought it was a good move to get the TikTok channel. Um, I connect it with Instagram and Facebook. So if you also just look up Triple Crown on Instagram and Facebook, it can give you a link to the TikTok. Okay. Well, sounds good, man. We'll be checking your work. Look forward to seeing you next week. See you, man. Uh, see y'all. Thank you. All right, buddy. Uh, man, what a great week of football last week. Again, I know you, you got out and uh, saw a few games on live stream and and, uh, and that part of it, got out and saw some ball. Talk to me. Uh, what are you seeing, man? I, there's a lot of good football games, and there's a lot of them good, good games this week. Boy, I'm telling you, it just keeps getting better every week, Jeff. And uh, most of the, of the bigger schools closed out their non-conference schedules, so – it's go time now. We're getting into the week four, week three, whatever it is. It's hard to keep up with it. But, yeah, we're getting into the conference schedule, and it's going to be some really good, exciting games. And I also noticed, though, looking at some stats and trying to pick our player of the week, we had a lot of defensive guys this week yeah. showed up. Saw they had a couple of kids at box site that between the two of them had 45 tackles. So that's a, that's a ton right there. Got to get the defense off the field. Got to get the defense. You know, <laughs> Dad, you say you make a lot of tackles. That's great and all, but you're out there too long, too. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> those guys, we'll get those box out guys on. They, they're having a pretty good year. Got some good players. Well, talk to us. I know it was a tough, tough decision. We talked a little bit this weekend. and I was like, man, you got this guy, this guy, this guy. And, but let's talk about the BSN player of the week. Well, yeah, before we get started with this week's winner, I want to make sure we mention that our original BSN Sports Player of the Week, Pierre Strong from McClellan High School, scored a touchdown last night for the Cleveland Browns on Monday Night Football. So he was our original winner. We, of course, we got two former winners in the NFL, he and Traylon Burks, but really excited to see Pierre get in the end zone and Unfortunately, with the bad injury that they had last night, he'll probably get some more playing time. So, well, and he is—you know—he was recruited by one of my former players, John Johnson, for played uh, played for me at El Dorado. Yeah, and recruited him to South Coast State. Unbelievable story. And he kept telling me, "Said, Coach, everybody's missing on this guy. Everybody's yeah. missing on this guy." Yeah. and they yeah. sure did, and everything. But well, let's get into it. I mean, big presentation uh, and. Uh, 
I think a lot of people are going to be happy about this pick this week. Well, well, well I, I this is a, a little bit. Yeah, this is a special edition pick in honor of you and Coach Cook because I know what warms your heart. But uh, we had we had for the first time we have a multiple winner this week, and uh, I actually got to see the winners in person watching them play Friday night. But uh, you know. Going out and watching Parkview and North Little Rock, heck of a high school football game. But Parkview had 452 total yards of offense, and and all the nicknames scored touchdowns: Man Man and Money and Ashford and Settle. So it was an exciting night. But this one got this one will warm your heart because our BSN Sports Players of the Week are Alex Martin, Cash Williams, Landon Kennedy. Marcarius Hill and RJ, the tank Davis, the five starting offensive linemen for the Parkview Patriots. All right. We've well, got break. We have break the streak finally. Yes. We have yes. break the streak. <laughs> finally, the offensive linemen is getting a little credit. I, I love it. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. You know, it was cool to watch them because it, it was an explosive night of offense. And hey, don't don't let me lead you astray. North Little Rock's got a heck of a football team. And they uh they just that these guys lined up and you'd see different players score every time that Parkview had the football, but there was one consistent thing. These five dudes paved the way all night long. Quarterback had plenty of time to set up the passing game. And when they were running the football, it was an impressive thing to watch. You, you would have, you and Art Kehoe would have loved it. Oh, Art. I didn't call Art. Let yeah. him know that. He'll be. Art, Art's sitting down in Miami right now, but I'm going to give him a call and not let him know that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So it was it was a fun presentation because those guys never hear their names called or that nobody's tweeting about them. So we really had a real cool time presenting it to them, and I think we really surprised them. So you'll be able well, to see the video later. Well, our audience are going to be able to see the video, maybe a video and a little picture. That's going to be uh, – that's, that's that was awesome, awesome. Well, let's yeah, get into yeah. it. Let's get I would in. love to. Have, I would love to have carried the football behind these dudes because I think even today, <laughs> even today at fifty eight years old, I could make two yards behind this guy. I've had. I've seen those guys play. Yeah, and they are man maulers. Well, let's talk about where you going this week. I mean, you. We just did our picks earlier, <laughs> and and uh, we're talking about the games and all this part. I mean, man, what a we got two great ones on Thursday. And yeah. a bunch of good ones on Friday too. What's your what's your plans this weekend? Well, I I may not get out of the shadow of War Memorial Stadium because I got Hot Springs and Parkview on Thursday night, and uh, I think I'm going to go check out the New Line offense versus the Catholic Rockets Friday night at the stadium. So that's where I'm leaning right now. I like like to see see what Cersei is all about, and uh, I know what Catholic's about. So could be a heck of a football game. Be a heck of a game. We had Coach Zach Clark on earlier. He's excited. His team sitting three and zero. Coach Fogelman, see if they can bounce back from a, a tough loss against uh, a Benton tough ball game. And uh, John's got another good football team. So uh, you can't go wrong. I mean, you're sitting right for. Where I'm thinking you know you live in Little Rock, or PA and Little Rock Christian, right down the road. Yes, Whitehall yes. and Mills. I mean. I mean, there's just all kinds of great games. You know, we're talking earlier about Bray Cook and the Pea Ridge Blackhawks. Got a huge one against Prairie Grove this week. Big playoff wow. indication. So, man, That's a, lot right. of, a lot of great games. And our Cowboys keep on winning, don't they, Danny? 
How about them Cowboys? How about them? Hey, best team in the the NFL. They're rolling. Everybody needs to get on board before the train gets full. (laughs) But if Micah Parsons isn't the best player in the NFL, I don't know who he is. Oh, he's unbelievable, isn't he? I mean, yes. And I made this statement. I mean, he's LT2. And and I'm – I've never put anybody in the same breath as Lawrence yeah. Taylor. Nobody. That's, a, that's but, a strong statement. Yes, it, but he has got all the capabilities of doing it. Well, well, Danny, appreciate you having having you on. Great work. Uh, look forward to seeing you next week. And I'll be texting during the game. You'll be giving me some reports, and we'll be back and forth. And uh, but man, what what a great great season so far. A lot of some surprises. You know. Hodgespring, man, that, that conference with Hot Springs, Fairview, Lakeside, Parkview, Magna, that, that, that conference is just going to be tough, but just yeah. not that conference. There's just a lot of good ball Rogers at Southside. So look forward to seeing you next week. And that's going to be a big one on that. Yes, one. it will. Yes, it will. That's going to be a really big one, but uh, let's go Blackhawks. I'm going to leave you with it. There we go. Well, we'll have you on next week. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you for coming on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. Great show. Uh, man, a lot of what a lot of great football. Interesting to see how the Hogs do against LSU Saturday. A lot of great football Friday and Thursday night this week. Coach, good luck to you. Thank you. Uh tell everybody where they can find us and what they need to do. Subscribe and like and all that good stuff. Yep. Uh, you know, we're on YouTube, uh, Coaches in the Mouth Pod. Um, looking for those likes and subscribes. That is a huge, huge deal. So uh, if you can pop on there, click like, click, click subscribe. You'll get notifications whenever we post our new episodes. Uh, we're also going to be on Apple Podcast as well as Twitter and X. Uh, Coaches Pod um, is our Twitter handle. And then, of course, um, Coaches in the Mouth on Apple. Yes, and we've got a lot of great more shows coming on. Well, for Coach Jeff Williams, Coach Bray Cook, and the mouth, Brent Bender. Mouth, you be careful down in Fort Smith getting ready for that Rodgers game. Oh, yeah. You be, I know you're excited about it. Coach Cook, good luck to, good luck to you. Thank you, sir. We'll see you next time.